I'd like to talk about tonight and help with I think something which is pretty well known, but it's more a question of putting all the pieces together and trying as much as possible not to miss anything out. And that is the dilemma of when it's mutter to interrupt davening uh, in order to answer uh, something that the Tzibur is saying, whether it's Amen or Kaddish or Kaddish or Baruch whether it's to make a bracha that a person's chayv to make, such as it goes to the bathroom, it's like a shayatzar, or he sees lightning, or he hears thunder, and uh, it's all these different examples of when when there would be a need or a question, when's the person allowed to interact in the middle of davening, either to answer things or to say brachas. And like I said, most of the I think are well known, it's more like just trying to remember everything. So let's try and put all the pieces together. So when you're talking about davening, we're going to talk about six different stages of davening, where the salah applies to, and that is parts of the Twitter where a person might be in the middle of when the question comes up. The first stage is davening uh, before Baruch Shama, in other words, Brachos or Korbanos. The second stage is we call Tzokhe Zimra, which means Baruch, between Baruch Shama and Yishtabach. The third stage is Birkas Kriyashma. And then there's not much of a difference, but there's a small difference, whether it's you call Be'enza Perak or Be'ena Prakim, which means between the Brachos or the paragraphs of the Shema, or in the middle of the paragraphs of the Shema, or in the middle of the Brachos, so we call it the fourth stage is in the middle of the Perak. Then the fifth stage is between Gal Yisrael and Shemona Esrei. And probably the same thing would apply between the Pasuk of Shema and Baruch Shankar Mechus Void. And then the last stage is in the middle of Shemona Esrei itself. In the middle of Shemona Esrei itself. And in any stage that a person may be, so the question is going to be, what's the din of interrupting or stopping where he is to answer something or to or to say a brach, which means to say. And based on the severity of the level of the davening will make a big difference to what a person is allowed to do. So let's start with the general rule, which everyone knows. And Be'ez HaShem, we're going to the more unusual, maybe the more individual cases, which we can learn something new together. So the first, the general rule is, is that there's no problem of a hefsek before Baruch Shammah. And the reason for that is, is because the the part of Tefillah before Baruch Shammah is individual things, paragraphs which we put together, but there's no there's nothing which is connecting them with the beginning and the end that either they're part of something which can't be, we have to interrupt. And therefore, a person's allowed to answer anything, any Amen or any anything else that Tzibur is saying in between the paragraphs of Ezra Mokayman or in between the paragraphs of uh, the Karbanas. And not only that, a person would be allowed to talk if he needed to as well. Not just answering something which is a response initial, but if he needed to say something or whatever it would be, that would be the time we would have to interrupt the demo as well. This is in between the Karbanos? In between, we, yes. But not in the middle of a Karbanos. The truth is, even between different Sukkim. If a person finished the past Sukkim and want to answer something, it would be a Mutter as well. No, like with the Karbanos. Uh, uh, yeah, it's in between the Sukkim. Between the, we're, 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 we're,
The Mishnah says that one should try not to interrupt in the middle of a pasuk. Should not finish the pasuk first. If he hears only Yeshmaya. Oh, so then the question is if he can't, but it's always better. The Mishnah says better to wait by the end of a pasuk, or at least Haichad the Sadik and Yana, which means the end of a phrase in the pasuk before interrupting. Otherwise, the, the pasuk is uh, in cut in the place where it doesn't really make sense what a person said. So it's always better to wait. Like I said, the beginning of a pasuk, at least um, in, in a different phrase of a pasuk. Now, that's when you get to. When we get to Pesukah Lezimra, however, there's a bracha at the beginning, there's a bracha at the end, and therefore everything in between is, is since it's flanked by two brachas, so we say an, an extra interruption is like a hefsek between the tefillah, which is which is uh, uh, the the, the of Pesukah Lezimra that we say, and therefore it's not a problem per se as the fact that we're saying Pesukah that a person can't interrupt. For example, at the end of Dharmic Yatsa, when you get to Shir Shalyam or something like that, but it's also Pesukah with Tehillim, the person would be allowed to, inter- would be allowed to interact between the Pesukah and the Shir Shalyam to answer a meeting. It's Tafka in Pesukah Lezimra because there's a bracha before and afterwards, which means it becomes a part of Tefillah, which the bracha is going on, so then to interact with unnecessary things is some kind of a hefsek. Not very different to what you find by other times when you have a mitzvah, which the bracha is going on the mitzvah, such as the Krimagela, a person isn't meant to interact in the middle of reading the Megillah with other things because, again, there's a bracha before, bracha after, isn't it? Or halal, the same thing also, and therefore a person will inter- interact unnecessarily. We'd have to but, discuss what's necessary. Oh, so now we're going to discuss what's necessary. And that is, where is it mutter to, to interact? So here the rule is anything which is a mitzvah to say, and we have a base from the Gemara, a person's allowed to interact in the middle of. Pesukim is similar to say, again, preferably between Pesukim, or at least in a, between different phrases of a pasuk. What's considered a mitzvah to say? So, Amen to any bracha is a mitzvah to say. Similarly, obviously, those things which are dvar mishabekdusha, such as kaddish or kedusha or barful, ones allowed to answer as well. Moedim um, to say the first pasuk of Shema. If the tzibur is saying Shema, the whole moedim. Yes, the the mechas yisrael paskins that the whole moedim the rabbanim. In Pesukah Zimra, um, if it's Shiva saying Shema, so to first say the first Pesukah of Shema with them, Baruch Hashem Kvayt Lachos, ones that to as well, as they're all considered, as all considered uh, a mitzvah to answer, and therefore when it's a mitzvah to answer, persons that are to answer um, during Pesukah Zimra. Similarly, if a person gets called up to the Torah, a person that are to go up to the Torah, I mean, really the Gavra shouldn't call him, but if he did, a person that are to go up to the Torah, is that a Ridvalia? And uh, even though he's in the middle of Sukkot Zimra, once the person is called up to go, then that's a mitzvah to 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 take the opportunity and get that yeah. And to dochen as well, because that to dochen that's the bracha before, and that's a mitzvah. Not only that, like we said, if a person is lightning and thunder, during Sukkot Zimra, a person can stop and answer the bracha and say the bracha of Shukkot or Isamaz Merish, whatever it might be. And sending the person to go to the washroom, we can say Asher Yatsar. If he hasn't put in the Tarsan Tefillin yet, for whatever reason, he can put them on and say, Brachnum of Sukkot Zimra. Anything which is a mitzvah and we have a base for the Gemara to say it, the person is allowed to say. Um, but those things which aren't a mitzvah, Midin of the Gemara, is it in Hagim, which came, came later. So on that we say that, uh, that, that a person shouldn't interrupt the Gemara of Sukkot Zimra. And we have four examples. The first example is Baruch of Shmoy, which isn't mentioned in the Gemara. It uh, became a minag. Uh, maybe there's a basis for it, but it became a minag to say when you hear Hashem's name 
But one shouldn't say that during Sukkot uh, Similarly, in Kaddish, even one can answer Amen to Kaddish, but to answer Berichu, one can't. It's exactly saying it's Baruch of Baruch Shemay. He said Shemay the Kodesh of Berichu, which means Hashem Hashem. So we say Baruch of Baruch Shemay. So he said Berichu, it's Baruch Shemay. And just like we shouldn't say it in the Baruch, we shouldn't say it in Kaddish either, because that's also not a, 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 a response which is from the Gemara. It's just Minak to when you hear Hashem's name, so to speak, to respond. Same thing. It's not. A, it's not in a part of the Kaddish where it's a shavuach of Hashem. It's it's, it's, a, it's a response to hearing Hashem's name, which isn't in the Gemara. What's also interesting is they bring down that in, even in the nusach of the Kaddish of the Sfarim, they say v'yatzmach v'kana v'karav meshichay. They say one shouldn't, shouldn't say amen there because it's bichal not partially meant to say amen there. Even the that nusach of the Kaddish comes from the Rambam. And Aram doesn't say to say Amen there. So where exactly it evolved from to say an extra Amen, it's not clear, but therefore since it's a Minak, it's not a Chiv, so to speak, that also wouldn't uh, wouldn't be something a person could say during Pesachet Um And the last point is the Shema Yisrael the Korbanis. In other words, where they say the Asherim Matayichol Kain, Asherim Shalachim Shkim Ma'arivim, everybody will call him Shmai Shalashem Kain Hashem Echod. They all those places where they say the land, everyone turns in Shmai Shalashem Kain Hashem Echod. Or at the end of at the end of Az Yashir, there are those places they finish Az Yashir with Teras Pakasim Shmai Shalashem Kain Hashem Echod. That's not Kabbalas Al Malchus Shmai, and therefore there isn't a chiyuv to join the tibur in saying that. And therefore, even in a place where the tibur would say it, a person shouldn't interrupt to say that. During Sukkot Azimra, because it's not a chiyuf, it's a it's a minak. It's a minak. What's interesting, so that that's the rachos which I'm Like I said, to answer brachos, to answer dramish to say brachos, a person needs to all those things. A person's allowed to say during Sukkot Azimra. That's well known. Let's talk about three things which aren't so well known. Uh, the first one is what happens, and this is maybe a person's really, really far behind. So he's saying Sukkot Azimra. When the tibur gets to Hadal. is there an Indian to say Hadal with the tibur, uh, even though he's in the middle of the Zimra? That's it. Uh, it happens because there must be quite a big difference between everyone's holding. But uh, nevertheless, the Mission Bura talks about it. The Mission Bura says that if it's on Rosh Chodesh, a person can say Hadal with the tibur in the middle of the Zimra. Because uh, he says adding more mizmarim isn't a problem. So on Shabbos, neither we add more mizmarim. But he shouldn't say the brachas. So uh, anyway, the din of a bracha on Hanlon on Rosh Chodesh is a is a big machlokes, and it's a suffolk whether to say the bracha or not. Svarim don't say it, and a lot of Rishonim say not to say it. But there are most of the miracles to say it, so Ashkenazim say it. But over here, when a person wants to say it with the tibur in the middle of Sukkot Zimra, so he says on Rosh Chodesh a person can, and he says he doesn't need to say the brachas because. He has a bracha of Yishtabach afterwards. As I say, Melech Muhidul Batishbachis. So anyway, he's going to have the bracha. He doesn't say it twice. So he says, therefore, when it comes to Rosh Chodesh, a person should say Hadal with the Tibur, and when even as the Melech Sokhan is Imra, he says, Bat and Yom Tif, when the din of a bracha on the Hadal is, is uh, everyone agrees with Chodesh to say bracha on the Hadal, on Yom Tif, then that's the case. He shouldn't say it, because, he's not, he's, because to say the first bracha of Ashokhan, uh, would be a problem. And therefore, uh, we better not to not to say Sukkot Zimra. I mean, Hanul 
with a tzibur in the middle of the tzibur, rather to say later with the brachas. Okay, so that, that was the din, that's the first din, interesting din of uh, a hefsek in Pesach and Zimra. Another question, so again, the Mishnah talks about this, but in a very different place, and that is, and again, the, the case, we'll have to find exactly how you're going to find the case for this. We have been talking about a person who's davening shachas very early, maybe davening an eighth minute or something, and he hasn't yet said Kiddush Levana. And now he sees the Levana in the middle of Sukkot Zimra. Can you go and say Kiddush Levana in the middle of Sukkot Zimra? Because uh, he's scared he might miss the opportunity otherwise. So the Mishnah Buddha there says, it's a mitzvah virus, which means you might miss the Levana if you wait till after davening, especially after the nights you can't say Kiddush Levana at all because it's already daytime, you don't say Kiddush Levana in the day. And therefore, if a person sees the one, he can, in the middle of Sukkot Zimra, go outside and say the brach, and not all the extra things, but the brach of Kiddush Levan, of Bechadosh Chodashim. Just like a person can say brach and nothing in Vanda, because he won't be able to the brach later, he misses the chance. The same if he sees the moon, then it's, uh, he, he won't have an opportunity later, or so, uh, very overcast, and suddenly the moon comes through the clouds, whatever the case might be, so he'll be able to say the brach of Kiddush Levan too. And the last thing I want to talk about in, during Pesachet Zimra is what's the din of a person saying Kaddish? Not answering Kaddish, but saying Kaddish. And it's a very common thing. The minion started with, or the Dharani started with the outer minion. So they started, uh, they started Pesachet Zimra. And now, they didn't say the Kaddish before Pesachet Zimra because it went to the people. And now a tenth man walks in. Now he's already in the middle of Hoida, but he wants to say Kaddish. Is he allowed to interrupt in the middle of Pesachet Zimra to say Kaddish? Um, so, this is a big machlekes. It's a big machlekes. There are a lot of a lot of achronim who hold that a person is allowed to say kaddish in the middle of sukkah zimra. Um, and uh, therefore, for sure, that's a makam if a person wants to say kaddish. You can learn that. The achronim, the kafachaim, and uh, a lot of other shivas for him as well. The rabbanim alechai. We said that a person is allowed to be mapsic to say Kaddish, not just to answer Kaddish, and therefore you can allow that to say Kaddish. Um, but that's uh, as far as interruptions during Sukkot Zimra goes. Now, when you get to Krishna, so then the din of interrupting during Krishna is more common. It's more common not just because it's bounded by two brachas, but uh, it's because it's, it's within the bracha itself. So, for example, the middle of Yetzar, or the middle of uh, Avarabu, even the middle of Yetzir, it's not Mizmarim between two brachas, it's the bracha itself. And therefore, the question is, it's more common what a person is allowed to be mafsik. And even in between the brachas, which we call Bain Aprakim, there's also more of a common what a person is allowed to be mafsik. So, here the din is like this. When it comes to dinim, which are something which is a Torah Tavash of which means uh, he needs a tibur to say, which is Kaddish, Kedusha, Baruch, things like that. So a person is allowed to answer even uh, during Birkus Kriyashma, even in the middle of a parak, even the Emtai parak. But what's he allowed to answer? So Kaddish is allowed to answer Yehoshmei Rabbo, and then Yehoshmei Rabbo, Baruch, Olam, 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 and then you should listen to the Chazan saying from Yishtabach until you can say Amen. Not the rest of the Kaddish, because the rest of the Kaddish is just Bakashis request. He can, say, he, can, he can say Amen? You can say that Amen. In other words, the Yehesh Mirabah, and then the, the Amen afterwards, Amen of Amen, that Amen you can say. 
Rafas to Skabal, Heshmerabo, Isisholam, rather just Pakashas that he can't say. So you can say the Ikka of the Kaddish. Say that when it comes to Kedusha. No, no, just the Yeshurava and the Amirat. The first domain, the Yeshurava, 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 the Yimlech is an addition, but it's not the Ikka Kedusha. The Ikka Kedusha is the Kaddish and Baruch, and therefore that's all a person can say. And here's again a difference between Pesukah de Zimra and Pesukah. Pesukah de Zimra, a person can answer anything which is a Torah. So a person can say the, the Kaddish Hashim Chaboyim also, and you can say the Mokoyim Chil Mokhanim Tzitzir, and Pesukah de Zimra. When it comes to Bikas Krishma, a person can only answer what he's Mokhiv to answer in Shekayach, which is Kaddish, 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 and Baruch and nothing else. Um, that's my Kedusha. Same thing, when you said that a person is allowed to answer Moedim during Pesukah Zimra, you said a person can say the whole paragraph of Moedim, the Rabbanan. But when a person is allowed to answer Moedim during Birkas Kurishma, it's only the first three words, Moedim and Achmanach, and counting his head, and that's all, not more than that. In other words, it, he has to be started with the Tibur, but uh, he can't say more than the minimum he has to say. Similarly, when it comes to Baruchu, Places that have to answer Barakul. Now, there were those places that used to have a whole paragraph that the son of the Altar still have. It's Barakul. It's just Barakul. They used to say, after Barakul, for sure, that he can't say. We are not going to say it ever, but even the places that were not going to say it, they, if, if it's in the middle of Birkash Krishna, he can't say that. You can just answer what he has to answer, which is Barakul, Barakul, and Avoid. And that's all. Now, that's the Gabe, the dealing that a person has to. Uh, says the Davish Kedusha is part of the Tzibur. When it comes to things which a person normally would say not to be different to the Tzibur, such as the first passage of Shema Akivashim before, that a person can't say during Birgit Krishna. Uh, the person can say he should like, cover his, his eyes with his hand, Ki'iru he's saying Shema, whatever he's saying, because it's not an uh, important enough uh, reason to be mafsik in Birgit Krishna. Similarly, when it comes to saying Amen, when it comes to saying Amen, so then uh, the Ramah Paskins that a person can only say Omein to Kera Kodesh and Shemir Tefillah. And why Dafka does two Omeins? So, really, um, the, the reason is because they not just Omein to a Bracha, it's the end of a section of Shemir There's the first three Brachas of Shemir which end with Kera Kodesh. There's a middle section of the Prakash of Shemir which end with Shemir Tefillah. And therefore, a person can say Omein to those because they consider more Khash the end of a section. And obviously the question is, so what about the end of um, which is the end of the last Prophet Shemesha and the end of Shemesha altogether. So why can't the person answer there as well? Why can't the person answer there as well? The Magna Brahma asked the question. Uh, he looks for a reason. It's not brought to the first game, but he says, the feeder rule, it should be a, an, another place where a person should be allowed to answer. But Mesa, we don't ask him as much to answer there. And he, he wonders why. What's the difference between um, and the other two amens. Okay, either and that's uh, that, those are the what's brought down in the Ramah is after the two amens of Kera Kodesh and Shemayat Tefillah. And now, when it comes to what a person is allowed to say during during <coughs> Birkas Kriyashma, so Bashiyatsa is brought that a person should only say Bashiyatsa after Shemayat Tefillah. 
In other words, uh, he shouldn't say the bracha now. He should wash his hands now and wait, wait after, we wait after the rest. Obviously, make a reminder for himself. He's not going to forget. <coughs> now we come to the, to the questions. What about the bracha lightning and thunder? And now the Mishnah brings a topic about this. He brings the machlekes. Lightning and thunder. Why? Why is it shayla? Because on the one hand, that's a hefsek, but on the other hand, if he doesn't say it now, he's going to lose the bracha. And if he's going to lose the bracha, so maybe a mitzvah veras, which means a mitzvah he won't be able to say now. And he's now to say later. So the Mishnah Bura brings two days about it. He doesn't makriya. He doesn't makriya. Um, he brings afterwards the third sheet to the Chai Adam, and then is it maybe if he heard the writing of thunder between Bena Prakim, which means between the paragraphs, then maybe it's, it's, it's more makeable, he can answer it. Mashank in the middle of the paragraph, then he has a machlekas between the Torah Shar, who is Machmir, and uh, he brings other Achrayim and Makeable. And he doesn't know what's the right thing to do. So, there's always a Sufi Brachas who's not sure to say we don't say. But with Ben Abrakim, so we can allow the Hachra of the Chayodom, but a person is allowed to say a Brach of a Mitzvah Veris, um, even during breakfast Kriyashma. And that was an interesting thing. And that is, what about the Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, where a person knows I have a long private Shmonesrei, and it's very likely by the time I'm finished Shmonesrei, I might have to go to the bathroom again. And since the halacha is that a person can only say Ashi Yatsar as long as he doesn't need to go to the bathroom a second time, so if that's the case, does that make the Ashi Yatsar now a mitzvah verse? Because he won't be able to say that because he might, in a 45 minutes' time, an hour's time, when he's finished from Ezra, he might need to go to the bathroom a second time, and if that's the case, it should be a mitzvah verse and not the same suffix. In other words, we normally say, say Ashi Yatsar later because he's not losing anything. So there isn't a mitzvah verse, you can say it later. But once it becomes a suffix of maybe a person is losing something, and he won't be able to say it later, so he'll put in the same category as these mitzvahs, which maybe it would be matter him to say it now, because otherwise he wouldn't have the opportunity to he's going to lose the bracha. Now the gabe, in which case, again, we're back to the same topic. Can the person say the bracha or not? And if the hachrad or the maybe in ben a bracha will be matter. Okay, now... Instead of shema, the to cover your eyes. Right. Yes, maybe, because it makes it sound like you're saying the same thing, but you can't be massacred with something else. Right, now, going back to what we said before about a mitzvah virus, and that's mutter, so the same will apply to Shavana. Again, that's a mitzvah virus too, it's in the same category. And therefore, a person will be allowed to stop the answer of Krishna in the Bani Prakim of God's son, Shavana. If what? If he's going to miss the minute. You want another chance. It's not being a prokin? It's better being a prokin. Of even by Krishna. Krishna. So we said before, and we said there's every night, and it's early. It's still dark outside, so it would be a mocking to say it. And you're not going to get up to Shemana Esra. It's already in the gather of... Right. So it's already... You could probably still say it. But yeah, we're talking about it, but yeah, obviously. And if he has like that, it's a mitzvah virus. If he doesn't say it there, he's going to miss a chance. So then if that's the case, that'd be a hetzah. Um, what about putting on Taras and Tfilin? So this is the Mechlegis from the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah. And that is the Shulchan Aruch holds that a person can put them on and say a bracha on them. And the Ramah holds that a person can't make a bracha on the Talas, but he agrees he can make a bracha on the Tfilin. And the reason um, Shulchan Aruch holds that it's a mitzvah now, and therefore I can be mafsik to the mitzvah now. The Ramah argues, and he says, it's uh, not a mitzvah verse. I can also do, say the brachas later on. And therefore, even though you agree that if you put the titles on, 
He said, I should only make the bracha later. Because I'm not losing the bracha. I can make the bracha later too. Now, why, why about Tfilin? Does the Ramah agree that I'm allowed to make the bracha on Tfilin now? The answer is because since there's a, I have to have Tfilin on Tseshma with him, and therefore, like we saw a few times, that to say Kriyashma without Tfilin, a person's made a Shekhar against himself. Okay, I'm not doing what I'm saying I'm meant to do. And therefore, since the putting of Tfilin is a headache in order to be able to enable me to say Shema properly, so that's why the Mahal is allowed to make the bracha on Tfilin also. Um, now, an interesting question. Because why? Sorry. It's, sorry, sorry, Shema. It's like God will it or something? Yeah, yeah. It's a Sarah to say, Shema, that I have to turn it Now, an interesting question is if that's the case, if that's the person that has to go to the bathroom after Shema, so they can turn it off. And now it's supposed to turn it back on again. And the Mishabura of Haskell said, in all cases where a person has to make another bracha on the Tfilin, so now he's holding the middle of Emesviatif. Should he make a bracha on the Tfilin or not? If that's the case, we've lost the Svara that he needs the Tfilin for Shema. So, should he put, so to put the Tfilin and Tfilin back on for Shema, that's what he can do. But the question is, can he make a bracha or not? Isn't there been a bracha between Shema and Shema? No, it's Emsa Perak. And Mushabur says you're allowed to make a bracha between the Emsa Perak? Or just the Emsa Perak? Well, normally you can organize it to, to, to make the bracha between the Emsa Perak, but the Emsa Perak can be put in the Emsa Perak too. So what would that apply even after even after Shema where you don't know that far anymore? There's a Gemara that says that we're to fill Meshonesh oh, is also good. the Baal Zahar. So, exactly. so that's what they bring around that they want to say that a person can make the bracha um, even after Shema because they need to wear Tfilin for Shema and Esri too and therefore a person is allowed to make the bracha even in Amasri Fine. Now that's as far as uh, the, that's as far as the, uh, the being mafsik, as far as being mafsik uh, in Birkas Krishma. Uh, one more point. But, uh, if, that is, if a person is called up to the Torah, or kind who has to go up to Dukhan. So here again, you're passing the Mitzvah. Again, it's brought up the Gabbai should check that the person is not busy diving before he calls him up, but if the Gabbai didn't and he gets called up, he's mechuyiv to go. He's mechuyiv to go, he's mechuyiv to say the brachas, and he's mechuyiv to. To get the idea, same thing. A kain is mechuyiv to go up in duchen, say the bracha, and the the brachas kainim to the mitzvah deraisa. The only thing that the mishnah brings is obviously a person can't uh, ask for a mishaberach because of the brachas kriyshma. That's just hefsek for nothing. But what's negated is the brachas that he had to say, and they even said that if the guy doesn't remember his name, this is yamod. So he's allowed to answer. You know that's not a mitzvah, but it's the tzarich getting called up to the tzarich. Has to be called up to the tzarich. Can you hear? There are places that you say, Yamaid, and the person just goes right out. So you're at, but in the case where you can hear the way you can say his name, but like I said, Misha Barak, so extra things, and then he can't. What about leaning along? Oh, so what about leaning along? Right, so the Misha Barak talks about that. It says the person can follow along, that's part of the breath. You should lay along? You can. During the Barak's creation? Yeah, he says you can. That's, again, once it's a mitzvah, it's a person out of the mitzvah. Um, and he says not a gap is Vizayana Torah. And therefore, with, just like we see that a person that aren't in Krishna if they are covered, so for sure, if a person called to Torah, a person is allowed to go if they are covered, it's not less than that. Um, the the emphasis in this thing that the Shaykh Moach brings to Dayas, uh, that and uh, 
the Shachanaros Pesach is not to go up, but the Mishnah Berurah brings the Achorah of all that are not like that, and every person that person should go up, and uh, like we said, it's a dinner of Kualatari. The only time which would be a problem is we're going to talk about that is if a person is holding between Gal and Yisrael to Shmuel Ezra, or between Shema and Baruch Shem, where you can't, you can't be mafsikli. So between Shema and Baruch Shem is not a problem. Just finish saying that's a Pesach and go up. But between Gal and Yisrael and Shmuel Ezra, there is no option. It's not allowed to be and therefore he won't be able to go to the Torah. Otherwise, in every case, he should go to the Torah too. Um, another thing, which you mentioned before, and that is, can a person read along or not? Sorry, how bad can is it to call up somebody else? What? It's, it's covered the Torah. You called up and you knock up, you move the Torah, so you don't want to go to the Torah. Now, just as the thing you mentioned before, so as I said, it's not to read along. It's very said that's not like it's not ready. There's two days. If a person is allowed to read along with the with the chazan or just listen along with that reading along. So he, there's two days there also. If it's, if it's uh, part of getting the idea to read along, the machronim uh, matir, to finish the whole sugya, they also machronim oiser. And Mishnah Burr brings the Chaim who's oiser. He says you should just listen along and uh, not read along. And therefore, I don't know. It's a it's better not to. Even though there's, uh, like I said, the machronim on both sides. Um, similarly, if a person's in the middle of of Lucas Krishna, um, that we already mentioned about the Kavi Adudachan. Okay, so those are the name of the Hefsek uh, during Shema. Like we said, between Gal Yisrael and Shema then Ramzan had to for anything, not Kaddish, not Kaddush, not Parachal, but it's brought in the Bible scheme. That a person should be a chacham, and therefore, if he sees that Tim was getting close to a a yeshvirabu or kedush, whatever it is, so then he should wait in the middle of ben, the emtzah perik. He should wait by the hilas hakalalim or shir chadash or something like that in order to answer, and then he's answered, and then afterwards he'll carry on and get to Gal Yisrael and such from He shouldn't run to Gal Yisrael and get stuck. The tafka then is when he would need to answer and he can't. And the reason for this is, is because the ultimate person is mechuyev or used to meant to answer. And everything else with the tibur. And therefore, we come to a very interesting hatta of Betzin Ravazan says, Rosh Hashanah says, and others say as well. And that is that the hatarim to answer are in the minion that the person is. Whereas if I'm davening, I hear the minion from the, sh- the next shtibul, and they answer in Kedush, and I'm in the middle of Birkus Krishma, I'm not going to stop and answer. I'm not going to stop and answer, especially if it's going to interact with davening. Um, I'm part of the tibur that I'm davening in, and therefore, I'm not going to answer to. A different zipper, even though they're holding now. Normally, why not? You can get a mitzvah. But over here, when I'm middle of davening, I'm not mechuyev to interrupt my davening uh, to answer to a different zipper's uh, kaddish or kedush or whatever it is. Okay, so that's a. So if you're in a shtibalach, and the minion next door is doing kedusha, right? And you're someplace else. I'm not mechuyev to stop. Okay. So just learning. <coughs> You're in a minion, they're dead down, and you're learning, but you hear Kedusha in another room. Oh, so that makes a very big difference. If it's in the room that you're learning, as you're learning in the shul, the second room is going on, you're going to answer. Right. It looks like you're being, you're being separated from the Sibur, if you know. Mm-hmm. If it's in a different room, and you've already answered, so then even though it's brought to the other side, right. okay, so that's as far as that second room, like we said, until, until Shmuel Um Now, when you get to Shmuel Esra itself, obviously a person can't be mafsik. For anything during Shmoneh right? However, if you, the Tzibur is going to get to, uh, the Shmoneh Tzibur is going to get to Kaddish, or, I mean, sorry, it's going to get to Kedusha, 
or Maidim, and the person's in the vicinity. So you should either speed up or slow down to get there with the Shleach Tzibur, because then he can dive in with the Shleach Tzibur. And therefore, if it be in the middle of his own Shleach he, he wouldn't be able to say Kedusha. But if he gets there with the Shleach Tzibur, he can say Kedusha. So he should therefore speed up or slow down to, to, to say Kedusha together with the Shleach Tzibur. Once the person is saying Kedusha to the Shleach Tzibur, he can say whatever the Shleach Tzibur is saying. They can say the whole list of the Kedusha, not just Kaddish Kaddish. He's saying with the Shleach Tzibur. Same thing by Moedim. He says it with the Kahal. No, with the Shah, with the Chazan. With the Chazan. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Now, the same thing when it gets to Maidim. It's brought the presence of Shmonesha and the Tzibur gets to Maidim. So he should bend as well. He shouldn't say anything, but he should bend as well. But uh, unless he's at the beginning of the end of the bracha, because the person is not allowed to add more brachas to, I mean, more kriyas, more times he's bending, besides for the four times Chazal gave us. If he's in the middle of the bracha, he should incline his head also to the Tzibur, obviously not say anything. Then again, it's better. If he's near to where the Chazan is, so it's better to say Moedim with the Tzibur and then say the regular Moedim he's saying, but um, at the same time the Tzibur is saying Moedim. It's correct with the Tzibur. What's brought down is the famous Machlokas Rashi Tosis. That is, even that person is not allowed to interrupt during Shemesu to answer everything, Rashi holds, they should just keep quiet and listen. I'm not, I'm not being nafsik then I didn't say anything. At least I heard, and I'm being yet with Shemek This is a very, very famous Shemek Torah. Jesus asks if it's Shemek it's like he said it, then I was nafsik. And obviously, I would say that the Machlekas Rashi and Tosis here is what's the halachic gather of Shemek Ko'ene. Does Shemek Ko'ene mean like it's like I said it, or it's like it was said for me? Because if it's like I said it, then I was massive. It's like I said the words myself, so then of course I can't stop the Shemek it's like I'm saying it. But according to Rashi, Shemek Ko'ene doesn't mean it's like I said it, it's like it was said for me. And therefore, I'm being answered what the other person said, like he's saying it for me. So I'm not being massive, I'm just listening. The Shemek Ko'ene comes like Rashi, and therefore he says if a person in the Middle and he sees that he was going to the Kedusha, he should stop and listen and carry it. I don't have to listen to the whole Kedusha, I just have to listen to Kaddish Kaddish and Baruch Kloyd. And after that, I can continue in Shemun Now, that's all during the, the main body of Shemun The last paragraph of Shemun Esrei, the kind of Tzor, once the person said the Yedirati, and Shemun goes back to the din of Birkus Kriyashim again. And therefore, even if I'm still standing in Shemun but I'm in the last paragraph, I'm going to have to answer Kedusha or Yashmir just like in Birkus Kriyashim and obviously, if I finish my Esra, I just can't go backwards because the guy behind me is still diving. But in Yitzhidi, I finished diving, so for sure, then I can answer everything. I'm not in the middle of Yitzhidi anymore. Okay, those are, those are pretty much the dinim of Hepsychus. There's one more point to say. We said by God Yisrael that I can't answer anything between God Yisrael and Esra. That uh, the reason is a person to be sent to the and the importance of that is it's to everything else. Um, the Mesa, there's a Ramah that says maybe it's only during the week and not on Shabbos. Maybe Shabbos is more mekel. And the reason is really based on two stories that we show him give of why is it so important to be massive for Why is it so important to have next to each other? So the one story is that uh, we show him bring there, and that is that if we're going to ask Hashem for something, so after we've uh, you know, spoken about Hashem's miracles, and our witness to the great things Hashem can do. So now, maybe that's that's the right time to ask Hashem. We, we are, are aware of your ability and your power, so please help us. Too. That's a, that would be the one reason to be so for the tefillah. And if that's the case, it doesn't apply in Shabbos. So in Shabbos, we're not asking for anything. We're not asking for anything, and therefore, there isn't a. There wouldn't be the problem of uh, the necessity to be masking for the other. In Shabbos, we don't get bakashas. So that would be the story of the Ramah. Why he holds in Shabbos is less of a imperative to connect with the Tvila. Whereas the other reason brought in the Rishonim is the reason that uh, marshal to a person who is miscarried to the Melech 
and once it, and then when the Melech comes to respond to him, he disappears. So it's like you come you come to the king, you say, I'd like an audience, okay, the king's coming, and then you, you run out the room. So the king comes to you, where are you? And the same thing here, that by being masked, it's yes, Mitzrayim, we kill him, Iskariv, Takadish Barakul, so Hashem comes to listen to us. That's what you need to do. And if we do something else, then we kill him, we left when Hashem arrived. Now that's where we found Shabbos too. And if that's the case, that's where the Shachmarach happens. And that is that even on Shabbos, a person can't interact between Gal uh, Yisrael and Shemun Yisrael, which is better the minute to be machmut, not to be machmut, even on Shabbos, between Gal Yisrael and Shemun Yisrael. That's pretty much, I think, the Hagdaras of the cases of Shemun Yisrael. I don't know if that's a very, 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 very